Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and this is where I usually give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. But today I have a special surprise for you guys. I have a special guest um, that's going to be on the podcast today. And it's Pastor Gary Ray from IamAWatchman.com and Set Free Indeed. So you guys, uh, we recorded this earlier this morning and I'm going to go ahead and um, let you guys listen uh, to this podcast. And in the description below on this podcast, I'm going to link some websites uh, where you can find all this information that Pastor Gary Ray is going to share with you. So guys, this is my very first interview on this podcast. And uh, what a wonderful thing that was. It was with Pastor Gary Ray. He is a wonderful man of God. And I hope you guys enjoy um, this interview. So may God bless you guys. Uh, and as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get in to you. And Maranatha, you guys, Maranatha. All right, Gary, how are you doing today? Just fine. Thank you. Thanks for allowing me to share in your ministry. Well, thank you very much. We sure do appreciate you coming on to um, Bible Prophecy for today. Uh, my guest today is Gary Ray from I Am a Watchman um, Ministries. And uh, Gary, let's let's go ahead and start and just tell us a little bit about, you know, your ministry and your testimony and maybe something like that. Thank you. Well, um, I've been around a while. I've pastored for 25 years and before that served in various associate roles, uh, youth and worship and Christian education. Since 2017, I've led the I am a watchman ministry. And that phrase, I'm a watchman, may sound a little unfamiliar, but it is found about a dozen times in Scripture. It's in Ezekiel 3 and 33 prominently. And it's a calling for every believer to have a concern for the spiritual welfare of others. Uh, in this ministry, we encourage and equip believers. We reach out to the lost. But we have a particular focus on Bible prophecy and seeing that people are aware that the Lord is returning. And we provide resources for those who will be left behind to, to grow in the faith and become servants for the Lord in that post-rapture world. Oh, that's great. Yes, I noticed you have a rapture kit. We'll talk about that one a little bit later and we can, you know, tell everybody how to get that. Yes. I saw you on uh, Jan Markell. I did watch uh, one of your um, interviews with her. Do you remember yes, that one? Yes, so yeah. we've been on a number of, um, of programs sharing about the return mm -hmm. of the Lord and the rapture kit resource. Uh, yeah. Jan Markell and a few other um, places. Uh, sell the rapture kit resource and help make those available to their listeners that's great that's great that is exciting because uh, you know as we can see we are living in the end days and there's going to be those that are going to be left behind and they're going to need like a road map or some kind of instructions on what to do especially if they're not exactly exactly yeah. yes so that's good well, with, there's going to come a time when the church is gone suddenly uh, good pastors, teachers, ministers will no longer be here. And shortly thereafter, I believe Christian programming of all sorts. So television, uh, bookstores, Bible colleges, uh, Internet-based ministries, they'll all be taken down. But the Bible also speaks of a great revival in those last days. So the question is, how will people come to faith? And that's what the Rapture Kit resource is all about, helping them understand mm -hmm. what has happened helping them understand that it's not too late to become 
saved and how can they grow to be that next generation of leaders for the Lord? That's a good point. You know, most people I don't think think about that. I mean, I never really consider that either. Like, you know, we have all the artificial intelligence, you know, AI pretty much controlling everything. And you're right. When the rapture happens, they're probably going to take all of that off of the Internet. And yeah, I like the fact that you guys have a thumb drive, too. That way, you know, you don't have to have Internet access to be able to pull that information up. Right. So we thought that was important to have a non-internet dependent resource, a library of information kind of at the ready. Mm -hmm. And it helps people understand what has happened and to grow, not just to become saved, but to become strong ministry leaders. And I can't imagine Mm -hmm. the level of maturity, spiritual maturity that's going to be required to persevere in that horrendous point in history. So we wanted to provide resources to help them grow and grow quickly that's true that is true because if we think it's hard now as christians i can't imagine during the tribulation because i mean he's going to be hunting you know people down the antichrist is going to be coming after people and just slaughtering them yeah as the tribulation saints i guess that uh revelation speaks of so yes um i write for a conservative news platform so i'm very aware of the headlines and they're they're troubling to say the least. I, I see a new level of viciousness out there uh, targeting children and children involved in horrendous crimes. But right now, the Bible says the restrainer, the Holy Spirit, is holding evil in check. That may not seem like it, but it is happening. And I can't imagine what it's going to be like when the Holy Spirit, as we know it today, is removed from the earth because it resides in believers and believers will be taken away. What will it be like for evil to be primarily unchecked? I, and that's what the last seven years are going to be like. That's true. And we think it looks bad now to us, like, you know, the Satanists, the Target, all this stuff going on, people, murders. I mean, the crime and lawlessness is just like I've never seen. I can't imagine what it's going to be like when we're moved, removed out of the way. Now, are you with, I read an article of yours actually on my podcast last night. Um, it was, uh, is it, is it resist? Um, what, what, who do you write for? I found it on Tom. Hughes. I write uh, <laughs> for a platform called RTM, and okay. it's Resist the Mainstream. It's an alt um, new site mm-hmm. that is designed to counter some of the the left leaning um, headlines that are out there yeah. today. Yeah, and that's part time work. My heart is really for ministry. So, mm-hmm. in addition to uh, having a a role with the I'm a Watchman Ministry, mm-hmm. I also lead with my family a ministry called Set Free Indeed. Okay, and that ministry targets um, inmates, supports their families, and deals with transition and re-entry issues our heart is to help the wounded mm-hmm. and for there to be a reduction in recidivism that's good and recidivism is high especially wrong um when i was a criminal justice major you know the the pedophiles and stuff like that their recidivism rate is extremely high and uh we, it is and mm-hmm. it's across the board um i mean within a year about a third will will be back in prison and Sadly, that stat is, is it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And there are some hardened hearts, no doubt. Mm-hmm. They're going to reoffend no matter what you do or what right. services you provide. But I believe probably 80% want to do better, mm-hmm. but need help. Mm-hmm. And that's what our ministry strives to do. And I also was thinking about the post-rapture world. Mm-hmm. And I read about the revival, but the church is going to be gone. So right. who is God going to use to lead that revival in? 
And I thought, well, those people are going to have to be brave and courageous and fighters and kind of have a anti-authority streak, be able to evade, not dependent on comforts. And then I realized that 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 describes inmates. Inmates can be used of God in a mighty way in the post-rapture world if we reach them now. Right plant seeds in prisons now mm. and maybe they won't come to faith now but but they'll know that the rapture is coming and mm. when that when that happens they'll reread and learn and be released and become can become yeah. great leaders for the lord i yeah. i had that thought and i know god does amazing things yes. and not everyone will agree but I believe it's a possibility we need to consider and invest in. I think that's a great idea. You know, I never would have thought of that. My friend works with the ministry here in town. They work with um, the prison inmates as well. And I, and you're right. Jesus tells us in the Bible, you know, you know, you know, while I was in prison, where were you? Did you come? You know, and so I think that's a great ministry. That is a great yes. ministry. I was looking up on my podcast of the article that I read from you, read off uh, your um, I saw that last night. I found it. Uh, it was the two women that were fired uh, for speaking against a trans man. There it was that in Australia, I believe. Yes. 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 I read that um, last night on the podcast. So that's great. I didn't know that you had all that going. I found it on Tom Hughes on hopeforourtimes.com. That's where I found your article at. And so I was like, wow. So I'm going to have to pay attention and read more of your articles. <laughs> on the, yeah, on we the love podcast. Brother Tom. Yes. Tom is a, and a contributor to the Rapture Kit resource. Oh, we have some of his okay. teachings there. And that. our ministry has uh, been on his program a number of times. And he's been yeah. on our View from the Wall interview program as well. I've seen that. I have seen that. Yes, I, I love Tom. And I, I do. I've been following Jan Mark Hell since about 2005. And so I was really thankful to find her. I was in one of those health, wealth, prosperity. Well, it didn't start out as one of those churches, but it kind of migrated into that, you know, after I've been there several years. So she was able to help me. Um, get out of that so i'm very uh, thankful to her ministry she does great work yeah what a pioneer and uh, she's been doing this a long time even before you connected with her and uh, Mm -hmm. i appreciate all that she's done for the lord oh she's done a lot and she's held one of the largest prophecy conferences for years and i think she's finally handed that off to jack hibbs but she's you know managed it for years but i know she's well teamed with mark henry ministries now and so and I, I love the live stream because you can, you know, back in the day, we, we had to wait for the DVDs to come out. You know, now you can just watch it as it's <laughs> happening. So, yeah, yeah, good stuff. That's right. We got great technology. Thank God for that. Um, so I did want to ask you, so what are the top seven prophetic signs or events uh, that you believe um, tell us that we are actually living in the last days that Jesus told us about Matthew 24? Yeah, it's a great question because people have been talking about, uh, the return of Jesus Christ, setting dates for the quote end of the world forever. I mean, you could find writings from the second century. Uh, probably every ten years, something notable is said or written, mm-hmm. prophesied, uh, all the way through the current day. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and a lot of those dates are compelling. They they find something in the scripture that's rather obscure, like the dimensions of Noah's Ark or something like that, and they build a whole yeah. prophecy around it. <laughs> Um, like exegesis but, or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And in the 13, 1400s, for example, it may have seemed like prophecy was fulfilled mm-hmm. and the end of the world was near because of global level wars, the Crusades, the wars that swept across Europe, the rise mm-hmm. of the Holy Roman Empire, the Black Plague, all of these mm-hmm. things 
they seem like harbingers to the end. But the key piece in Bible prophecy regarding the last days is Israel. Israel did not become a restored nation until 1948. And so all of the, this talk about the imminent return of Jesus or the destruction of the earth, it, it could never have happened. Even during World War One, during World War II, when so much was happening still, the last days were yet to come because Israel was not yet restored as a nation. That's right. But since that time, since 1948, in the last 75 years or so, more prophecies have been fulfilled than in the 1750 years leading up to that point in history. So God's on the move. Something is happening. Mm-hmm. And the key indicators that we are late in the hour on God's prophetic clock is that Israel has become a nation. Mm-hmm. Israel has uh, reassumed control of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. The Hebrew language has returned to mm-hmm. Israel. Israel has prospered economically. The weather has even changed, and now Israel, in fulfillment of prophecy, is blooming. It's a major agricultural um, producer for the region. Uh, And most importantly, perhaps, is the plans to rebuild the third temple. Mm -hmm. They're in place, and they have discovered natural resources in land that they control. So historically, Israel has not had any valuable natural resources, coal or gold, silver, those kinds of things. But recently, they discovered vast resources of uh, natural gas, and the world wants that. And that's Mm -hmm. going to be one of the lead things that draws nations to attack it that we read about in uh, Ezekiel Mm -hmm. 38 and 39. I totally so these agree. are some of the, the major things that I see, in addition to what Jesus talked about in Luke 21 and in Matthew 24, about an increase in strife and civil unrest, mm-hmm. war, famine, pestilence, love waxing, cold, yep. uh, evil abounding. Yeah. And then you could look at the rise of technology, whether it's chip technology or AI technology. Mm-hmm. I believe the Antichrist will use these mm-hmm. to control the masses. We seem to be on the brink of war, global war, and mm-hmm. of economic collapse. And those two things can work in the, the favor of the Antichrist, mm-hmm. who can use those situations and that technology to assume control of the masses, which I believe he will. Oh, so absolutely. big picture, Israel's the centerpiece, and all of the other pieces seem to be on the table mm-hmm. and coming into focus right now. I completely, completely agree. And I think, you know, the other day when I was reading, uh, reading through my Bible, my Bible time, and it, you know, it kind of hit me like, you know, Satan has to counterfeit everything of God, like the Holy Spirit, he's got to counterfeit everything. And I was like, you know, the Holy Spirit is in all of us. And so the Holy Spirit is everywhere. Of course, God is omnipresent everywhere. And I was like, well, how is Satan going to do that, even though he has demons? And I thought, well, artificial intelligence, because, you know, artificial intelligence is everywhere. There are billions of cameras. I didn't realize how many cameras there were in the United States. You know, we know China has billions, but, uh, you know, I never really thought about the United States, but we sure do. But, you know, it's kind of one of his ways maybe to, you know, to see everything, to hear. And everybody, of course, carries their phone. And, of course, your phone listens to you. And, you know, but you're you're absolutely right um, with lawlessness and everything that's, that's abounding today. And I, I, I totally agree. Those are huge, huge prophetic events. They always say, you know, Jerusalem, you know, is it, was it the Israel's like the the second hand or uh, Jerusalem's the second hand, you know, of course, and Israel is the, you know, like the, the hour hand, you know, so we kind of. Yeah. 
Kind yeah, of well said. It. Yeah, yeah. The technology today is progressing so quickly, mm-hmm. and um, even going back thirty years, oh, you you couldn't yeah. imagine the technology being mm-hmm. in place to track every human yeah. on Earth and control their ability to buy or sell mm-hmm. or receive medical. Uh, attention Mm -hmm. or work or go to school but that technology is in place right now and the ability to deceive through this technology the deep fake type videos that are out there everywhere it's unbelievable and satan will use it oh absolutely oh yeah jesus said how many times did he tell us be not deceived and you know he told us for a reason but i and you're right the videos you can't really trust anything that you see anymore i mean i don't trust our news hardly at all ever you know everything out there is just a huge deception you know medical tech i mean everything is just huge deception but um i had wrote a book a couple of years ago and and talked a little bit about that of how information had it you know it took all the way up to like to the 1800s for it to double like every 100 years and then of course it has right. just like like daniel said you know in the book of daniel it would just you know travel become to and fro and all this stuff would happen and i think patrick woods has a different take on daniel i don't know if you've listened to i love have you listened to patrick i'm sure you have listened to patrick wood yeah he's yeah anyway but yes yeah and andy wood too andy woods and so um but uh and now it's like doubling like every three months and so that's within the last since 1800s that's how far we've come and it's actually happened like in the last 25 years that is like it's, it's, it's going so fast you just can't keep up with it yeah, that's right. And again, yeah. Satan will use that. Mm-hmm. He knows we can't keep up. Mm-hmm. And he's anticipating, I believe, that we just, we, many will not even try. Yeah. And we have to come to the point where, well, we can't understand it. We just have to believe it. Yeah. And so he will use that um, that technology and mm-hmm. that approach to accomplish his objectives. Okay. Well, look at the deception of just in the, well, I call them the quote vaccines, but the deception, the worldwide deception that just, I, by the billions people just went right hook line and sinker into it you know didn't even do research nothing they just went you know i mean to me that was just i don't know i i I don't trust our government and so i was like i don't think that's going to be i always want to see the outcome you know like what's going to happen do a little bit of research but i'm just one of those researchers at heart i guess and you seem to be one too so I am, and I'm a skeptic, and so uh, it has emboldened my faith because I wanted to make sure that what I was staking my life on uh, had a sure foundation, and it sure does. But I think Satan, he just... He loves it when we give up. Mm -hmm. He he loves to deceive, and right now in our world, we don't really trust anyone, any Mm -hmm. institution. He's broken everything such that we can't believe our government leaders. We can't believe our our medical leaders, Mm -hmm. FDA, CDC, WHO, all of those kinds of things. And so it Mm -hmm. sets the stage for a charismatic leader who Mm -hmm. appears to have great ideas to say, now Mm -hmm. you can trust me. Oh yeah. And I think that's what the world is longing for. We're longing for heroes. We're longing for people and institutions that we can trust, and he will promise, and initially he'll deliver. Yep. He'll get uh, the respect of the world and lead them to destruction. Oh, of course, and this definitely, you're right, they're setting the stage, and people are ready for it. You know, they are ready. If you're, I mean, I can tell the people who are believers and who are not believers, you can definitely tell 
who they are because, you know, they're still wearing their masks, driving in their cars, you know, and they're all about the everything that's going on in the in the social media. Play. I just never saw I never thought I would see the wickedness, you know, take over. You know, it kind of reminds me of Rome, the fall of Rome. And Romans 1 in the Bible, I read a lot because it, it, it's our culture today. It's our world today. You know, the homosexuality, the transgender, is, it really is like the days of Noah. You know, I, I, it's just, it's wicked. Which, um, yeah. yeah. Well, Paul writes of the people exchanging the truth for a lie. That's right. And, and that's where we are mm-hmm. uh, at the highest levels mm-hmm. when we can't define a male or a female uh we are in bad shape yes. uh, it's amazing that we talk about sending people to mars but we can't identify right. uh you know a male or a female uh, via right. science so yes we are we are broken and satan right. has done that and he's going to be the one who says now i know how to put it all back together that's right he said that you're right and that's how they do their pandemics right they automatically they have their plan and of course they have their answer because they came up with the plan Oh, you're right. The days. Oh, which brings me to my next question. So how are we as a culture like the days of Noah, which we've kind of just been talking about that right now, our culture. But, you know, what do you think is the big signs that point us that we are living in the days that Christ said us of Noah? Yeah, the days of Noah. I think it really means two things. I think it means excessive uh, evil, Mm -hmm. just off the charts. And I think it means an utter disdain for the things of God. I, I think that's what the situation was like in his day. I see it today. Mm-hmm. So the excessive evil, it used to be, and and not exclusively, but mm-hmm. primarily, if someone needed money, they would steal from you. Mm-hmm. Today, they will steal from you, and then they will hurt you. Right. Uh, it used to be that uh, that crime was g- committed primarily by adults, and mm-hmm. now we're reading about horrendous crimes by children. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday, a seven-year-old was taken into custody because he was upset at parents and burned the house down. Last week, a 14-year-old girl uh, in Guyana was upset because a staff person took away their phone and she caught her dormitory on fire knowing that the doors were locked and 19 people died. It's it's just Mm -mm. the viciousness and, and the cruelty that's attached to crime today that is an indicator, I believe, that we are in the the last days and across the board there seems to be an utter contempt for god it used to be i don't believe in god but i'm not going to talk about that and you can have your opinion and i will have mine but now it seems to be a political platform and you run on that and you lead with that and Mm -hmm. you penalize uh, other people for not supporting your beliefs that Mm -hmm. are not only just i don't believe in god but they are all out contrary to the precepts of God and they are dangerous to our country, to the family and, Mm -hmm. and to our future. And so it's, these are the things that I see just a a hardness and a harshness of of behavior that is just a slap or a spit in the face uh, to God almighty. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. It's all out rebellion against God and persecution and all the course that's coming you know i can imagine what noah must have gone through you know in his day and uh you know with them like looking at him like what's this crazy guy you know build you know whatever and then of course they look at us christians 
and or you know persecution brings out the true christians you know and i think we're gonna yes. we're gonna see that coming up here pretty soon when the when especially in the united states across the world they've all been they've, they've been persecuted on the other side, middle east and china korea and all these for i mean probably for as long as i can ever remember um but uh you know here in the united states we haven't we haven't felt that persecution you know we might have been made fun of or mocked or whatever but you know now they're ch- what shutting down bank accounts you know chase bank is a big one uh, that goes after christian organizations and nonprofits and stuff like that and of course we saw everything in canada what happened in canada with the truckers you know take this and that's another thing you know that i can you know that i, I was uh just reading about is the digital currency you know i think what people don't understand about the digital currency which kind of brings into the ai and the whole thing which you know moves us forward and i don't know what you think about this but um how they uh they can program your money and so I don't think people realize when the cashless society, you know, that leads us into, you know, of course, you know, the book of Revelation and Antichrist, they can program your money. So you can only spend your money on what they allow you to spend your money on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're, you, have you seen that going on? Do you think that has anything to do I with believe, it? Yes. I, I, and I believe the Antichrist will use that technology. I don't uh, believe that Bitcoin is evil, mm-hmm. but I believe that it's a part of a technology that the Antichrist will use mm-hmm. to control the buying and selling, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll fulfill the prophecy in Revelation chapter 13. And yes, you do see attacks uh, through IRS targeting, mm-hmm. through GoFundMe censorship, mm-hmm. big tech censorship, but these are light taps. They mm-hmm. are nothing compared to what is to come. Right. And my fear is that the world is not ready for that especially the west a little mm-hmm. persecution and the west caves uh, christian churches were decimated by the light restrictions associated with covid and i know it was tough to close doors and to do social distancing and those kinds of mm-hmm. things but if the church will fold in the light of those kinds of right. restrictions What's going to happen when people come to your door and threaten your job or yeah. your children or your health or your life? Right. And and that is coming. Okay. And the world is not ready for that. And Satan is banking on it. Yeah. So we need to to step up and and harden our uh, our our hearts in a way that helps us to withstand against mm-hmm. the attacks that are coming and be bold witnesses for the Lord to help others to be spiritually prepared to stand strong until the rapture and then plant seeds right. for those who will be left behind. I totally agree. And uh, I, I always talk about that a lot. I will say, you know, I say, get in the word of God, let the word of God get into you because people uh, they don't know the word of God. And so they don't know what's coming. And if you like the Holy Spirit will bring all things to remembrance, but if you've never read it, he can't bring it to your remembrance. And so I agree with you. There's a time coming and here probably pretty soon, uh, when Christians will be persecuted here in the West. And, you know, we, we you know, we're not, you know, like you said, we're not ready for that. You have the Joel Olsteins and you have all these people out there that, you know, that, they don't preach the word of God They're, I don't even think he's a Christian, but you have all these millions of followers that follow these people and they, they're not ready. It's all about how to how to grow your best life now or how to grow this biggest church. But they're not teaching and preaching the word of God to the flock. And uh, and so people have no idea what they should do during these end times because they're not. Right. And so I agree. I agree. I, yeah. And Paul, Paul talks about tickling the ears, mm-hmm. uh, people gravitating to churches yeah. or ministries that do that. And it's interesting to me that many pastors who criticize Folks like Joel Olstein, who mm-hmm. they'll say is is too narrow in his teaching. He mm-hmm. only talks about 
prosperity and heaven and grace and mercy and mm. forgiveness. Certainly all those things are good and true, right. but, but he doesn't veer off of that. He doesn't talk right. about accountability and hardship and persecution, <laughs> judgment, hell, and right. those kinds of things. But pastors who criticize Joel Olstein for being too narrow, mm. most of those pastors do not preach about Bible prophecy mm-hmm. or the return of Christ right. or the end times or the persecution that is to come, the need to be ready for the rapture. Right. That's true. Prophecy encompasses about a third of scripture. That's right. So we can't criticize Joel Osteen for not talking about hell when right. pastors across the board are not talking about a third of the scripture right. and, and how prophecy points to both our, the need to have a particular message and to invest in people who are lost today and in the post-rapture world. Right, right. And that, and like I always say, I, I don't really think Joel Osteen, he's not, I mean, his daddy was a pastor, but I, I, he's more of like a motivational speaker. <laughs> I just, yeah, he's not right. a, he's, you know, he comes right out and says homosexuality, well, that's not God's best, but he won't stand on the word of God. So it's, I kind of it's kind of sad for him, but uh, right the whole gospel. Yeah, he won't he won't preach the gospel, and so he doesn't want to lose all his money. Is what I like to think. He's uh bless his heart. (laughs) That's what you say in the South. Bless his heart. You know. Uh, Let's see. So, uh, so as Christians, what do you think we should be focusing on in these last days? What's the main thing you think we should focus on? Yeah, I I think Jesus talked about, you know, tarry till he comes, till I come. I I think it means to be busy about the clear uh, calling that we have. Uh, Part of that is in the Great Commission in Matthew 28. We are to have a passion to reach the lost Mm -hmm. and not just preach to them, but but to to walk with them, disciple them Mm -hmm. and, and help them grow in Christ. That's what Paul did. That's what Jesus did. That's what we need to do today. But also, I think we are to be watchmen, that Ezekiel 33 type watchmen, which means that we are to have a spiritual concern for the spiritual welfare of others. And I don't see that. In our society today, we are a a narcissistic people. We are, it's all about me and and meet my needs, you know, kind of culture. But in Ezekiel 33, God told Ezekiel, and I think he tells us the same thing. He said, mm-hmm. Ezekiel, if you see a danger coming and you don't say anything about it, then people who are harmed by that coming danger, mm-hmm. their blood is going to be on your hands That's right. and I'm going to hold you responsible. That's right. Those words are are sobering. It yep. means that we can't just know the truth that the Lord is coming and then mm-hmm. prepare our own hearts. It mm-hmm. means we are called by God Almighty to tell other people that the return of the Lord is imminent mm-hmm. and what is going to be required in order to be rescued by the Lord. That's right. And so that's my passion. I think mm-hmm. we are to be busy, mm-hmm. serving, giving, loving, praying, worshiping, all of the things uh, that we read about in Scripture. But also, mm-hmm. we must study prophecy, know what's coming, right. and share as best we can uh, to those who need to know that those, that important truth. Absolutely. I think that's what we're here for. Otherwise, he would have taken us home long ago once we accepted him. But you're right. We're here to uh, try to do the best we can to spread the gospel and tell people what's coming and warn them and plant seeds and pray the Holy Spirit would um, pray they would turn you know, to Christ while there's still time. Yes. Yep. So we have a little bit of time left. We've got about well, it looks like eight minutes on my timer here. So I want you to go ahead and tell us about the Rapture Kit, where we can get one, and tell us about um, your websites and stuff like that so that people um, will know where to go to get information. 
especially in these last times. Thank you. I sure do appreciate your ministry. So my ministry website is setfreeindeed.com, setfreeindeed.com. And there there's there's resources for inmates and there's teaching resources for those recently released. But there's also a page called Our Finest Hour. And that's for the church. And I believe that's where we are today. We have an opportunity to step up and do great things for the Lord. There's teaching resources on coming to faith, growing in the faith, apologetics, and and more. There's also a, a wing on Bible prophecy. And there's a lot of uh, information on the IamAWatchman.com website about Bible prophecy. Uh, on my ministry website, uh, setfreeindeed.com, there's a button that says Rapture Kit. And I believe Christians today should have a passion for missions and future missions. And so when we invest in planting seeds and helping people be prepared to live for Christ in that post-rapture world, that's future missions. And if you click the button on the setfreeindeed.com website, you'll be taken to a page where you can read about the rapture kit. It's a non-internet dependent uh, flash drive, 32 gigs. It's 27 gigs of information, uh, so it allows the the user to put their own personal message on it. Uh, it's customizable. Oh wow! It's PC and Mac uh, compatible. It has teaching videos. It has several Bibles, several hundred tracks, and more than a hundred different languages. It has research documents. It has videos that take people through the tribulation period so they'll know what to expect like a coach, you know, how Mm -hmm. to prepare and and how to live for the Lord. It's a fast track, learn and grow resource. So it could be an evangelism resource today to help Mm -hmm. people grow in their faith and to learn how to witness. But also, and probably primarily, it's for those who are left behind in the post-rapture world. There's uh, 14 books. There's 100 hours of audio teachings. There's several dozen teaching videos. There's a lot there. uh, And uh, our hope is that it will be used to God to help support the great revival that the world speaks uh, that the bible speaks about wow. uh, will come in the last days wow that is wow that's magnificent wow that is great that's a great resource oh my goodness so they can get that at the iamawatchman.com website and the, they can uh, or my ministry website set, uh, setfreeindeed.com mm-hmm. okay. and there's a button prominently uh, on top and you can just wow. click the button and there's a profile and cool. a little video that talks about what it's for. So That's certainly the movie, uh, I mean, the idea comes from the Left Behind book and movie yes. where a pastor made a brief tape that right. explained. So we took that idea, ran with yeah. it and added resources, not just to help people come to faith, but mm-hmm. to grow in faith and be yes. that next generation leadership team for the lord yeah because they're gonna need that you know in the tribulation times they'll need people to go out and be you know go out and and, uh, tell people about the lord plus the hundred forty four thousand jews and it's going to be a time of like the world's never seen before but i think i'm going to order one of those myself so that i'll have one um here as well i think that's a great resource i am now that's a lot of information which is good people will definitely need that well we have about oh go ahead yeah, I just, I'm excited about yeah. it. Uh, I, I know with Christian bookstores gone yeah. and resources taken down offline, mm-hmm. people are going to have so many That's questions. Right. And uh, the, the enemy loves to see if there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of false information out there. That's the true. aliens abducted, abducted oh, yeah. the Christians, true. for example. And we address yeah. things like that 
in this resource. And so okay. uh, we're, we're wanting to provide great resources for people who are going to need it at that yeah. important point in history. Yeah, we may have to do another interview and talk a little bit about the deception to come. I think that might be another good one to talk about since we don't have time this episode, but maybe on a future episode, we could talk a little bit about that. Oh, Gary. Very good. I'd love to. Yeah, I, I sure do appreciate you coming on um, the podcast today. It's been a pleasure uh, learning all about uh, everything that you have to, that your ministry has to offer and what, how God is using you um, in these end times. It's, it's, uh, that's just wonderful news. Um, and I'm glad that people are going to want to hear about this. Uh, if you want to, could you close us out in prayer, if you don't mind? Thank you very much. Thank I'd you. love to. Dear Lord, we thank you for being a God of grace and mercy, a God who is in control and a God who has a plan. And Lord, we thank you for allowing us to be a part of your important work, to be a part of something that has eternal value. Lord, we are unworthy, but by your spirit and by your grace, Lord, you allow us to move into your holy work and to share in that. I'm so grateful. So Lord, I pray that you would guide us and direct us, that you would give us wisdom and peace and boldness as we strive to be the light and the voice that you call us to be at this important time in history. Lord, help us to step up and to reach out in such a time as this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, uh, Pastor Gary. It was wonderful visiting with you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. And God bless. God bless you too. Thank you very much. Thank you.